Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Welcome to the MLS UK Show, episode 29. This episode is the one where, for the first time, probably all season, maybe apart from the first game of the season... Orlando got a better result than Atlanta. And why was that, Elliot? Well, I mean, we didn't play, but still, we got a better result than Atlanta. Now, I started last week's podcast with a little bit of a gloat, a little bit of a celebration, because not only did we not concede any goals, but we were still in contention for the MLS Cup playoffs. I think it's only right that... that I start this week's podcast by just just reminding everyone that, that once again Orlando City did not concede a goal and that we are still, still in contention for the MLS Cup playoffs. Wait for it. Yeah. Get in! Come on! There we go. Get in! Yes. Still in contention. We're Orlando, doing bits. Well done, Orlando. Uh, five games to go, only 15 points behind Montreal. Uh, Montreal lost, of course. So, yeah, you can still do it. You're 16 in goal difference behind them as well. Um, still in contention. Your head-to-head record isn't, isn't great Still in them. contention. But, well, technically, I guess so. But Still in contention. Get in! We can all change next weekend, but let's not talk about next weekend just yet. Unfortunately for me, we do have to look back. It was the biggest game of the season in MLS, and that's not just me saying it. I think you'd agree. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Atlanta lost. Oh, dear. Lost in style. I won't say style. You weren't very good. No, we weren't, but we, weren't, we didn't lose in style. It was... It was the worst Atlanta performance I've I've seen. Well, yeah, I agree with that. However, I do think you're not giving New York Red Bulls enough credit. I think they 
completely controlled the game. Fair play to them. They knew how to play against Atlanta. They showed it earlier in the season. They've shown it again uh, last Sunday. And they've got the win. Uh, well done. Well done to them. Um, I mean, we can talk about the game, but that's all I want to say, really. Well done to them. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we do have to give credit to, to Red Bulls. They managed to keep Atlanta quiet. And when I say quiet, they kept Atlanta really, really quiet to the point where it was like, oh, wait, what, Martinez is playing? Yeah. Almiron had, had a chance on the counter-attack, but didn't take it. They re- Atlanta really struggled to create because of the way that New York Red Bull set up. And that was without Tyler Adams and without BWP. Yeah, well, funnily enough, uh, because we were doing a, a watch-along, it was hashtag MLS you say. See what we did there? See what we did there? Sounds like UK, but it's you say. Uh, so where it's basically me and you, we're not together, but we are tweeting on our uh, Twitter page, at MLS UK show, and people are invited to tweet along with us, and we're hoping to do a lot more next season. Mm. So we were doing that, and I just before the game, I was like, let's have a look, actually, because we tweeted saying, who do you think is going to win? People saying Atlanta, obviously, because of BWP. I was like, well, let's have a look. How do we do? They've played two games this year without BWP, and he's been on the bench, mm-hmm. and they've won them both. Yeah. So they, yeah. now it's three out of three. They quite clearly, uh, quite clearly, don't miss him that much. No. Um, we mentioned uh, M- hashtag MLSUSA. We were we were tweeting along with the game to celebrate the fact that we'd hit five thousand followers on Twitter, which is pretty cool. Um, so hi to Nick, Andrew, Jamie, Ben, Brandon, Mark, a uh, couple of people that were getting involved. Um, watching the game with us and uh, and tweeting along. So uh, if you see that we're doing that again, make sure you get involved because it was a lot of fun. Yes, uh, we might do it for the... For, funnily enough, for the MLS Cup final, I know we're looking way ahead now, December 5th or 4th, yeah. uh, that's actually the day that Norwich City play Bolton Wanderers. So mm-hmm. we're together anyway, so we might do one then. But instead of being apart, we will be sat next to each other just tweeting on the same channel. Imagine if Orlando and Norwich lose on the same day. <sighs> Well, there's a chance because you're still in contention. Still in contention. Get in. Get in contention. Um, right, this game, New York Red Bulls versus Atlanta. I mean, Red Bulls, it's actually, to be fair to them, this game meant a lot to them because the amount of records that they've broken, they got thirteen, the 13th clean sheet of the season, which is a record for them. Hmm. 12 from Robles, that's a record for them. They've got 62 points now, that's a record for them. They've got 19 wins in a franchise, in a in a. Uh, regular season that's a record for them it was a very good weekend for New York Red Bulls Um, I'll be honest with you this has got me a bit scared going into the MLS (laughs) uh, Cup playoffs Um, everyone knows how to set up now not everyone it's just just Red Bulls annoyingly and uh, yeah that French uh, that that conference final where we let's face it we all imagine it's going to be Atlanta versus New York Red Bulls could get very interesting I I think every single team will be watching that game back and looking tactically how they how the Red Bulls approached, especially the midfield, the press. The press was so Im- impressive. The way that as soon as Atlanta did manage to get the ball, there was one, two, sometimes three Red Bull players right there, closing them down, forcing them backwards. It took a really long time, you'll admit. It took a really long time for Atlanta to break out of their own half. And, mm. and, and to start causing problems and chances were few and far between I was I was impressed with that so we need to give New York credit they set up well they took their chances they looked really good in attack especially you know dis- despite not having BWP Atlanta though 
Atlanta do deserve a little bit of criticism in the way that they set up defensively. I think they were unorganised. They weren't switched on. I, I think the pressure got to them. Having watched that game, and I, I know I open myself up to all sorts of criticism here because you know I'm an Orlando fan, but I really, I really think that the pressure got to Atlanta. They weren't switched on. Do you remember how many corners they were? And they were taking them short. Yeah. Red Bulls were taking short corners and being able to get the ball into the box. Marking wasn't up to scratch. Just not there, not switched on, whereas Red Bulls were up, they were at it, they were pressing, they were closing down. Uh, they were creating space when they had the ball, moving into space, um, especially down down the left wing. They were causing all sorts of problems. And I I was shocked, I'll be honest. I was shocked because I've never seen that from Atlanta. No. Yes, Red Bulls were very good, but... That that game should have been a draw. Atlanta should have been able to match anything that Red Bulls threw at them, and they just didn't. No, they didn't. I think um, it's funny that you say that it took them a while to get out their own uh, half, because I think I would argue that the first half an hour, for what, 20 minutes, was probably Atlanta's most productive. Mm-hmm. I think after that, because uh, Almiron was thrown goal once, and Robles saved it, but then after that was, especially for the rest of the first half, Oh, I tweeted out on our hashtag MLSUSave saying that, you know, thank God for VAR. And obviously if it was in the Premier League but don't use it, Atlanta would have, could have been two, three goals down. Mm. But um, it was just, uh, it, they were getting those chances and they were getting they were getting through the Atlanta defence and the, you're right, the corners as well, which the, the penalty that uh, they got in the first half, the handball came from a corner. So the marking was poor. They just didn't seem up for it. They didn't seem at it. They, you know, you they just yeah. Whatever's been said in the build up to it, whatever the um, you know Tato's done with them, it's it's just not worked. And it's, it's it's really disappointing to see. And this is why before before the game, I was so confident about MLS Cup. I thought Atlanta have got this. They'll beat. They'll maybe draw against the Red Bulls, but then they'll breeze through the uh, the playoffs. They'll beat Red Bulls in the conference final, and then they'll just whoever gets thrown against them in the MLS Cup final. The beat. Now I'm like, do you worry that hmm. the the big game mentality could affect them? Um, because they look like a totally different team. I've watched a lot of Atlanta this year. I love watching them. They're they're great to watch. They're entertaining away and and at home. For me, that was a totally different Atlanta side. They just—they did not look like the side that we've seen for the last two years. Yeah, you know what? Normally, I'd, I'd probably go. Mm, no, it's a bit hard to say. But you look at—in my opinion—the three biggest games that have Atlanta have played in the last two years: Toronto at home, last game of, of the regular season last year, mm-hmm. drew two-two. Columbus in the playoffs. Yep. True, should have won, didn't, lost on penalties. And then this at the weekend, they've not won any of them. So maybe, maybe the big, you know, the big games get to Atlanta. But um, I've I've not seen a performance. The Houston performance was the Houston performance. That was poor. But, you know, what has happened since then is sort of eradicated that. And we said that at the time. But this, I was really disappointed on Sunday. And I think they've, they've got New England on Saturday, I think, or Sunday. They need a big response um, just to to get to the the you know try and get the support to shield, but we need a big response. Mm, back at home Saturday against New England. Um, two things before we move on from Atlanta. Uh, one, Martinez. Yeah, talk to me. He just 
wasn't his day, was it? I don't think he was being... But is it his fault? Did he get the ball? No, no, it wasn't his fault. I mean, Martinez is uh, he's a, a phenomenal player, but he's a goal scorer. Let's face it, Martinez, he does a few other bits. He holds the ball up well and he, he puts himself about. However, he's not like Almiron, who's going to drop, you know, or a Rooney, for example, who's going to drop 30 yards to get the ball when he's not getting it. He will stay up front and, and pick up the scraps and make something out of nothing. But you can't, you know, you can say he makes something out of nothing, but he was getting less than nothing, so he couldn't really do anything. So, no, I, I think Martinez was just isolated. I think the high press really just left him with no space. Yeah, um, New York really had that sorted. The high press, the closing down, he would really have had to keep moving and moving and moving and moving to create himself some space. And then, essentially, he's a finisher. Yeah. Martinez is a finisher. He's not going to... Um, he's a skillful player, but he's not going to get the ball on the halfway line and, and run past three players and play someone in. He's a finisher, and, and the, the, the chances weren't presented to him, and, and, and Tata pulled him up. Well, Tata substituted him. Um <laughs> it would have made his day better but I mean this is why you've got to look at Almiron you've got to look at uh, Valalba you've got to look at Barco when he came on they're the players that need to create something mm. and you, like you said the Red Bulls pressed them they closed them down and uh, Almiron had a few runs he got hacked down at one point in the first half but other than that nothing and so, uh, secondly Tata refusing to shake hands no, I never like to say this no I think a lot more gets made of it in in the Premier League, when because Arsene Wenger used to do it all the time, mm. and pe- people slated him, it's more of a European thing where they're not happy. They just won't shake their hands. They'll do it later on when they've calmed down. So I think for for us, it was a bit of a shock because it's just polite. But a lot's been made of it in the US press, which tells you that okay, maybe this is a, a big deal. But I mean, there's no harm in being a a, a bit of a sore loser. You know, you want you want someone as your manager who is a winner. You want someone who loves to win. But come on, it's there, there was nothing in that game for me. There was no incident where they can, like... It wasn't as if Red Bulls were, for me, they were hacking down Atlanta or right. they were cheating or they were time-wasting loads. Or It was just a game that Atlanta just didn't play well in. I think if you're ever going to support... Uh, not shaking hands, it will be like you say because there's been an incident. Yeah. Something has ruffled feathers. Something's you know not sat well with with the opposing team. Atlanta were Atlanta have had an incredible season again. They were just beaten by a better team. They weren't at it, and I just think at that point you you have to hold your hands and just be like, all right, fair play. We yeah. got we got beaten, and that's why I was disappointed by it. I, I, you know, you it, it's not excusable, but sometimes there's reasons for not shaking hands. In that instance, I'm sorry, Tata, just hold your hands up. We weren't good enough. We were beaten by a better side. We're still top. Yeah. <laughs> Shake hands. The only thing that was, for me, slightly debatable was the uh, the second penalty, and they missed anyway. Guzan mm. saved it, so yeah. it didn't affect anything. And there were no bookings or any. So, uh, sorry, sending it off. But, yeah, it was it was disappointing all around for Atlanta, but... Listen, it's Atlanta United. We'll we'll see how they're doing the remaining games. I fully expect them to uh, pick up three wins. They'll get the, um, you know, both them and New York Red Bulls now can get the all-time points record. Mm. Uh, which I mean, imagine if they both win the last three games, that'll be like uh, Toronto. Yeah, you had that for a season. Now you're you're third. Two but, teams are beating you. Yeah, but. Um, it's disappointing. I now know how you feel every uh, every week as an Orlando fan. However, it's at least I've got the consolation of looking at my team still top of the league. Still in contention, mate. Still in contention. Doesn't matter where you finish. 
can, you know, it's all about winning the uh, winning the MLS Cup. So we're still in contention. Uh, should we talk about some other games? Yes, please do. <laughs> uh, Atlanta. Oh no, we've done that one. Yeah. Um, DC United. Let's start there, shall we? What a win! Five nil. Like, come on! This is meant to be two sides who are trying to get into the playoffs. This was meant to be a, a tight fixture. And be but... honest. Be honest. Go on. Apart from Red Bulls and Atlanta, give me one game that you desperately wanted a particular outcome in. <sighs> okay, sorry Montreal fans, but I really wanted DC to win this just because of Wayne Rooney. However, I, yeah, I was back in DC because if Montreal would have won, Orlando would have been out of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> or even if they got a point yeah. as well. So uh, now you want DC to get one point and then lose every game. Yep. Uh, DC, I mean, let's just let's just start with Rooney, the the guy. What more can we say? The guy has just changed that team beyond belief. You yeah. can't you can't look at that team and recognise that they're the same, um, the, the same squad, the same the same DC as at the start of the season where I watched them take on Orlando, for example, early on. The guys just brought a whole new energy, you know, playing at Audi Field as well. Yeah, they DC DC are back. DC are back in a big way, and all it took is Wayne Rooney. Yeah, and it, it's not even as far as the start of this season. You're talking last season as mm. well. They were really yeah. poor, and they've, they, like we, I remember last season we, I think we'd been out in Manchester, and you stayed at mine, and we were watching some matches, and we watched DC, and we're like, these are awful. It was Orlando. It's DC Orlando. Was it? Yeah. All oh, right. Well, I mean, that's how you know they were bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we DC have changed, and it's, it, for a DC fan, it must be so mm. much better. It's like a, a cloud has lifted. It's it's all this light now, and Wayne Rooney's been part of that. I mean, he's influenced the players around him. You know, Acosta's now the MLS leading assist, uh, you know, leading assist maker, and and for it, for him to be in that DC team, is just imagine like. But, but do you know what? I, I don't want to go over the top on on Rooney, but that's because. Acosta is receiving the ball. Mm. He's receiving the ball higher at the pitch. Rooney can he can not only win the ball back. You know, it's not all about him being past the ball. Rooney will win that ball back on on his own. We've seen that time and time again. Yeah. And then he's got that quality. He doesn't rush his pass. He can beat a man if he needs to. He can create himself so much space from such a, a small movement. He's got that quality, and he will feed Acosta, mm. which which then allows Acosta to. Um, you know, be more productive higher up the field. Rooney, there's no other word for it. It's just quality. He's got that quality that that even Zlatan doesn't. Zlatan's a great finisher, but Rooney's got more of an all-round game for me. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't argue with that. Great win for DC, five nil. Um, and I think this was a big, a big moment for them. And they've been sort of they've been going up the table, and we've been paying attention to them because mm. of Rooney. The draw against Red Bulls, where they perhaps should have won, was another match where you think, okay, you know, they beat Atlanta as well. This one here, this again in a, t- a tight match against their probably their nearest rivals to get into the playoffs, and they've smashed them. Yeah, that says everything. And it's I feel sorry for Montreal because they've been playing really well. Like Montreal had a bad start, and mm. they've really turned the corner in a similar way to DC. Apart from you know, I don't, I don't know, is Bakri Sagna Sagna as, as good a player as Wayne Rooney to change it? Probably not. But like they've really turned the corner, mm. so they've done well. And Montreal. Again, you wouldn't mind them getting in the playoffs because they, they've shown great form and they're a likable team. It's just they've just 
come up against the force of Wayne Rooney in DC and been smashed. But only Chicago and Orlando have conceded more goals than Montreal, yet they're they're sitting sixth. I feel like DC with two games in hand, I, I, I would not be betting against DC. No, no, to be honest. Uh, I mean, you're looking at maybe it's too late for them to finish fifth uh, with Philadelphia uh, nine points above them, but... I I I want to be surprised if DC won the rest of their games to the end of the season. I really wouldn't. Mm. But um you know, their home form is is extremely good. Um so yeah. So DC have showing enough to 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 say that they're going to get into the playoffs and Montreal I would say now do need to win the rest of their games. Now, uh we were busy booing Orlando last week because they got a a nil-nil draw. Yep. There was two this week. Yeah, I feel sorry for Columbus Crew because... Uh, Boo! Yeah, and Columbus Crew... Let, Boo! We'll, we'll get on to the nil-nil in a moment, but last week we were very complimentary towards them, and then I said they'd lose in the June nil-nil. But this is not the first time for Columbus Crew. This is now their fifth time, I think. They, We've booed them a lot this year, more yeah. than anyone else. Yeah, so it's nice that Columbus Crew... Boo! Are in fourth place. It's nice that Columbus Crew Boo! Uh, have done so well with everything in the background. However, we do not watch MLS for nil-nils. We do not. And that's the same to you, Philadelphia Union. Boo! I mean, to be fair to Philadelphia Union, Boo! they you know they got beat in the week to Houston in the MLS in the US Open Cup final. So maybe they are still disappointed with that so perhaps maybe we can give him a bit of leeway nah okay well, Columbus Crew Boo! Philadelphia Union Boo! you're getting booed for the rest of the show may I also add Portland Timbers Boo! and FC Dallas Boo! another nil-nil draw I know FC Dallas won't mind though because this meant they uh, secured mm. clinched, clinched their place in the what a uh, weird word clinched MLS Cup playoffs so they won't mind us booing them but Portland Timbers boo to you uh, they're fourth Portland they're only four points above LA Galaxy and I know we're talking about it every every week but the West is really tightening up especially after. Um, a team that, despite being eliminated, are really coming into their own this season. Chicago Fire, 3-1 victory over LAFC. Like, this is incredible. That's a really, really good result. And But this is the thing. This is the issue. What good is it to you now? It's because the pressure's off. We spoke about pressure with, with Atlanta earlier. The pressure's off. You're at home, and all of a sudden, you, you're beating LAFC 3-1. Um, and, you know, and LA are a team that, that have been a force in the West this year and, and are only four points off the top spot. Yeah, um, I mean, it is too little too late. I mean, it's, it's nice that Chicago are putting in these performances. Uh, however, yeah, too little too late, guys. But what a win. LAFC are still in third. Um, they could have pretty much clinched their playoff clinched. place uh, if they'd won. Uh, they lost 3-1. They were never in the game. Chicago went 3-0 up at one point, and then Rossi scored a, a very well-taken goal. But... Um, I mean, LAFC is six points above LA Galaxy. They've they've got a game in hand as well. They should make the playoffs, but we should really be doing better than that. Mm. I mean, beating Chicago, not better than the playoffs. <laughs> um, yeah, so well done, Chicago. Too little, too late, though. Uh, LAFC have probably got enough home games left to, to, to clinch. I think they're fine. Yeah. Um, right, where should we go next, Elliot? Toronto. 
Toronto 4, New England 1. New England, of course, face Atlanta. They're on the road to Mercedes-Benz Stadium next weekend, losing 4-1 to Toronto after the season Toronto have had. Mm, oh, dear. It's old dear, but it's, again, Toronto, too little, too late. Like, I know the the seven points behind Montreal Impact now. I don't know if I've got a game in hand, but it's, it's, that's a lot to make up, especially when DC are in the form they're in. And I said it last week, I said Toronto will win this game purely because it's too little, too late. They're basically out of it. And this is the form that we've been waiting for them. This is a game, the performance that we've been waiting for them to produce all season, and it just has not come until four games left. Yeah, I, I can't can't add anything to that. Um, technically still in contention, but not really in contention. Game over, pressure off, and and there it is. Mm. Um, you know, lost uh, the CONCACAF, lost the Campione's Cup final, haven't performed in the league, and as we get towards the end of the season, they're, they're, they're pulling out results. I know they, they won the Canadian Championship and I suppose that is something this season. However, it would not surprise me if Toronto won their last four games, only just missed out on the playoffs mm. and it really masks a bad season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, I think... Uh, yeah, I think the stuff at the start of the season with the competitions they're in has, has affected them. I had no doubt about that. And, and you, you don't know the mentality of it with them losing that final... But it's it's been poor, and we've expected a lot more. You know, let's face it; they've got thirty three points at the moment. They've got half the amount of points they got last season. Yeah. And for a team that wins the league, and that squad's not changed a lot. That's the, no. that's the biggest uh, the biggest eye opener for me. Yeah. Um, another game that had four goals. Seattle put four past Colorado. It doesn't surprise me in the slightest. I don't know why I said it like that. It's Seattle, who are in uh, in a great run of form. Colorado, not so much. Colorado uh, managing to somehow get less points than Orlando City. <laughs> yeah, well, we've spoke about Colorado, haven't we? Um, Seattle move up to fifth. They're above RCL now in the Western Conference. RSL. <laughs> yeah. Um, all these abbreviations, I'm getting wrong. Uh, anyway, Seattle Sounders. Do you think they're going to finish above Portland? You said, did you say the other, uh, other week? They could finish third. I said they could. I said they could finish third or fourth, and all of a sudden they're one point off fourth, and they've got a game in hand. Only five points off SKC. No, they're not done yet. I'm telling mm. you, slow start, very very slow start. But forty-seven points is from thirty games, not a bad return, and and there's more to come because they've got a game in hand. They, you know, they could equal LAFC. Yeah, they could. Um, let's have a look at. Let's have a look at LA Galaxy. Uh, they got a very good win, 3-0 against Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps, can I just say, who we just recorded our podcast last week and Carl uh, Robinson was uh, was axed, let go, mm. sacked, told we don't want you anymore. Yeah, all right, we get it. Yeah, and literally I was just uploading the podcast. It, we'd just, been, just finished recording, just pressed upload and that news came through, which was a little bit annoying because we didn't get to talk about it. Um, I think I was just a bit bewildered by that news, to be honest with you. Like Vancouver, Vancouver's still in, you know, still in the race. It, it certainly wasn't over at, at that point. Had a fairly, fairly okay season. Really surprises me because I don't know what they're expecting now. They had no one else lined up. I don't know what what they were going to try and achieve there, unless they were setting Robinson free to go and do something else. 
Um, I was reading some of the comments on Twitter after it got announced from Vancouver fans. I mean, Vancouver fans tended to be quite happy with that, although I'm sure if... I don't know, I'm sure if Pep Guardiola got sacked from City, there'd be one or two City fans that'd be like, oh, actually, no, I think that's a good <laughs> uh, good thing to do. So, um, Been there a long time. I just think wait till the end of the season. Is it, I don't get the point of, of doing that then. I personally, I think it's a bit of damage limitation. I think you, you look at where they were. I think they were four points, maybe five points off uh, the playoff spots. I think it was... They, you know, they, if they get in the playoffs, which I very much doubt they will now, but if they got in the playoffs, it's like, all right, nothing's, nothing's, you know, it's fine. We've got in the playoffs, so what? Uh, but if the if you didn't get in the playoffs, they've sorted it out. But again, I'm like, well, that's unless, not going to change now. They're not going to make the playoffs because they've sat their manager because they haven't brought anyone else in to. No, unless it was something behind the scenes that we've not been told. Mm. If it was that, then maybe he needed to go. But again, it's, I don't know. Just, it was a very strange one. Looking up from the outside, it's very strange. If there's any Whitecaps fans who uh, want to get in touch with us and, and really give us the reason why it's a good thing he's gone, maybe, I don't know. But um, I, but, I will still, I, I don't care whether something's gone. To, just wait till the end of the season. Because now you, you've basically waved the white flag. Well, they're six points behind RSL. They got beat by LA Galaxy. Zlatan scored two of the goals, um, and Alessandrini got the third from the penalty spot. Can I just say, Zlatan's now got 20 goals this season. Yeah. That's impressive. It's good. It's really good, and I think... He uh, wasn't even there at the start. No, and none of us doubted that he was going to be really good. It's like Wayne Rooney. We all knew he was going to be good. Still surprised that he's hit 20, though. I, I love the guy. I, it, yeah. I just think that's a really impressive stat, that if you don't follow Galaxy that that closely 20 goals from from when he arrived is really impressive i know he's uh well he's kind of catching martinez in a well, way kind of. uh, if martinez plays like he did on sunday maybe he will catch him <sighs> can't get over that defeat uh well done la galaxy uh three now Vancouver Whitecaps. Can Galaxy, you now two points behind RSL, can they sneak in the playoffs? Well, you told us that the West was all wrapped up. Yeah, it's the consistency for me, but they've now won the last two, like 3-0, so I guess they are being con- I, I, showing that signs of consistency in 3-0 wins. I think they'll be unlucky not to, not to be in there, but <laughs> there's no side that, uh, you know, RSL deserve to be there, so does Seattle, so does Portland. I, I just think it's you just have to look at LA Galaxy season as as an improvement on yeah. last year. Okay, well, the team in six is RSL. Uh, manager Mike Petke said this week that he does not worry about LAF, uh, LA Galaxy. Sorry, uh, they are really sniffing on the uh, the necks at the moment. Is that a term? Sniffing on the necks? No. What's the term? Breathing, Breathing down. down the necks. <laughs> sniffing on the necks. Sniffing there we on go. The necks. You've got get in. My catchphrase can be the really sniffing on the necks. If anyone wants to make us some merch. Uh, <laughs> Sniffing on the necks and get in. That's a bit weird, though, isn't it? You wouldn't want to walk around in a T-shirt that says sniffing on the necks. Yeah. Um, Sorry, ladies. Anyway, RSL, they got a, a really impressive point away at SKC. They did, and I feel like, at the end of the day, RSL are that team that have been much improved from last season. Nobody gave them a thought last year because they were just... Meh. They were just RSL. Uh, it's been really impressive this year, and I, they deserve that spot. Uh, even even ahead of Galaxy, they deserve that spot. I tell you who, in my opinion, deserve a spot. And let hear me out on this: Minnesota United. And, no, 
No, no. Leave, hear me out on this. No, I don't care. Minnesota United won again. So they've won 10 games at home now. They beat uh, New York City uh, FC 2-1. Don't N- care. NYC did confirm their place in the playoffs by beating Chicago in midweek last don't week. Don't care. But Minnesota United... No. I know they've only won one away, but I just, exactly. they've, they've done so much better this season than last season. Well, so have Galaxy, but they're not going to make it either, probably. Oh, well, we should open it up. I've, I've, I've Minnesota, in the playoffs. look at the facts. Minnesota are 10 points off sixth. You yeah. don't deserve to be in the playoffs if you're 10 points off. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. I just like them. <laughs> I don't mind them. I feel Minnesota are kind of like Atlanta's little brother. We came into it at the same time. Here's one for you, then. Yeah. Chicago Fire. Yeah. Do they deserve to be in the playoffs? Um, no, they've been awful. Well, apart from the last few weeks. They're closer to sixth than Minnesota are. Yeah, but... No, no, no. no I, I like Minnesota. No, I like the home no. farm. I like the players. No. Uh, it's a shit. It was even a shame Ramirez went halfway through the season. Well, he knew what was up, didn't he? I've got nothing against Minnesota, but that's a ridiculous comment. And they managed by a Brit as well, so? Adrian Heath. So I don't know. I just I, I think I've been in. I thought Minnesota. I'll be honest with you. With the lack of signings in the summer, uh, Mate, you know, Adrian Heath basically just signed his son. Ninth and tenth is there is Adrian Heath's speciality. We saw it at Orlando. Well, you should get him back then, shouldn't you? Uh, just to round off any of the other games that we haven't talked about, uh, Houston Dynamo won 3-2 at San Jose Earthquakes, an impressive victory following their midweek activity, winning the US Open Cup. I don't know why I'm doing this voice. You were 2-0 no down as well. Yep, they were. Wondolowski, even closer to uh, London Donovan's record. Two away, I think. Two now. to go? Um, Can I go back to doing the voice? No, it's creepy. Okay. I, I, you do that voice wearing one of my uh, sniffing the neck. Oh, you know, what is it? Sniffing on the neck. Sniffing on the neck T-shirts and yeah. Can you're... I say it in the voice? No, you're in. You're gone. Actually, sniffing on the neck. Oh, I put him in jail. Sniffing Ugh. on the neck. Uh, San Jose Earthquakes. This was basically their season in a nutshell. Going two 0 up and losing three two. Yeah, uh, I have nothing to say. San Jose, bottom of the bottom of the West. Twenty points from thirty-one games. I mean, they're 16 points off Minnesota, and we just said even they don't, uh, they're nowhere near. It's, it's, it's just poor. It's oh. really poor. Um, so, yeah, so that's the weekend. Uh, They've also played 31 games, by the way. I was then going to say, only Orla- Orlando have only got five points more than them, but Orlando have got two games in hand on them. Well, you're still in contention, aren't you, famously? Yeah, still in contention. The dream is still alive. <laughs> a get in. Speaking of dreams, kind of still alive. Uh, you won the predictions this week. <laughs> yeah, no, I've done a Chicago because it was basically all over. And now now the pressure's off. I've come good. Uh, it's 12-6 to me. Uh, you got 55 points. I got 45. Of course. 10 points for correct score. Five points for the correct outcome. Um, uh, we had double points, though, for the US Open Cup, and we both said Houston would win. Uh, you then said New York City would beat Chicago 2-1 in midweek. Yep. So you got that. Um, and then you got correct outcomes in the... You said Seattle would win, DC would win, Toronto would win. Um, you said Houston would win, LA Galaxy would win. Uh, you said Portland FC Dallas would be a draw, and then Red Bulls would beat Atlanta, so... 
Um, you did well. I got 45. Got a few people who got in touch as well. Uh, Leanne, who regularly gets in touch with her predictions, she got a disappointing 20. Um, I, bless Leanne, she's a big SKC fan, and she always she always DMs us with her predictions, mm. starting off with, I don't know why I'm doing this again, because obviously, like, I mean, she'll probably do it again this week because she's only got 20 points. <laughs> but it's like, you know... Come on, Leanne, you can do it this week. She also messaged yesterday with an observation that uh, somebody on Twitter has stolen our idea. You say somebody on Twitter. This is NBC Sports. Well, I didn't want to call them out, but you just called them out. Uh, no, Never NBC, heard of him. Never NBC heard of him. Sports. Listen, we don't have NBC in the UK, but we do know who they are. And we know even more now because they're doing guess the, the player who, who, if we name the teams that he's played for in the past, um, then you might be able to get his who it is. So they've stole that, but we're going to take it back right now. And there's a reason why we didn't do it at the start of the episode because we needed to address this right mm. now. So we're going to take this back. Our game that Elliot's going to remind us of the actual name for it. Uh, we read out the career path of a random MLS player and you have to guess who it is. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, right, and we've not actually spoke about this beforehand, but this is the player. Oh, so you're going to test me here? I'm going to test you. I'm going to do it straight away, right? Go on. Um, got someone here. Right, okay. Is it Mikey Ambrose? <laughs> no, it's not Mikey Ambrose. <laughs> uh, this player kicked off his career in 2001 for Port Vale. Right, oh, who are wow. League Two. Just up the road from our studio. Yeah, League Two side in in England. He moved to Coventry, had loan spells at St Mirren, Carlisle, St Mirren in Scotland, uh, Br- and then he went to Brighton and Hove Albion. And then he made the signing, the move, sorry, from Brighton and Hove Albion to Los Angeles Galaxy. He also played for Columbus Crew and then came back to Port Vale. But who was he? He also played 43 times for Trinidad and Tobago. Ah, now I know who it is. Um, he went to Vale. He he's from Stafford. He's from around here. So he's yeah. He's, he went for. He started at Vale, then went back after Columbus Crew. Oh, we're thinking of very different people. Ah, right. Okay. Uh, well, he um, he played for LA Galaxy in two thousand and nine. He was playing when the the Beckham era. Uh, he played sixty six games for them and then moved to Columbus Crew in twenty twelve. But who are we talking about? We'll tell you at the end of the show. I've not got it yet. This has upset me. Uh, Tweet us if you think you know at MLS UK Show, and of course, don't just skip to the end because that's pointless. <laughs> uh, right. Should we do five things you may miss from MLS this week? Let's do it. Okay, number one. We need some production for this. When we get our studio back... Do you want me to do it? Uh, yeah, go on. Number one. one, one. There we go. Uh, update on the studio, by the way. We are actually... Um, we due to... The builders are due to give it to us this week. However, the problem we've got is... The radio station we work at, when we get it, that means then that the other studio that we use is going to be redone. So they're going to be coming into our studio. So unfortunately, we will still have to use the box room, but we'll be sort of looking into our brand new spanking studio with someone else using it. And Mm. that's not going to be nice. It's starting to look a bit like a spaceship now. I love it. It's pretty cool. Um, If you follow us on Instagram... um, uh, we'll, we'll do an update because I put a few on last week on our story. Yeah, MLS UK show. Give us a follow, and, um, and on our on our Twitter at MLS UK show. If you scroll back a little bit to last uh, last week, you can see some of the pictures as well, including a new edition of Henry. Oh yeah, Henry de Hoover that you said. <laughs> oh, it's proof that Henry still sucks. <laughs> it's a great joke. Um, right, 
five things you may miss from MLS this week. Number, Al- number, number one. Atlanta United um, have hired one. former Atlanta Falcons salary cap guru... Uh, Paul Mc... Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> Chase... Chase Valley Vane. I really don't know how to pronounce this game. And it, Paul McDougall? No, Paul, Paul McDonough was there already and he's moved to into Miami. Uh, so, uh, Chase Valley Vane. Please, somebody tell me how to pronounce this guy's name. Just call him Chase. Chase. Chase has been uh, picked up from uh, Atlanta Falcons just because they were looking for someone. And, of course... He can if, keep the same office, though. Yeah, you can. Um, of course, with all the changes that we're expecting to happen with Atlanta United in the summer, uh, sorry, in the close season, which is the winter, we uh, this is a big role because we need to find out if Martinez goes, does Almiron go, do we replace them with young South American talent that they've been doing, or do we change it and bring in like a really big all-star player? Who knows? It's exciting, and Chase is the guy who's going to help him with that. Daniel Sturridge. Do you reckon? No. No, he's he's playing... He's actually playing well for Liverpool now. Uh, another player who learnt all he knows from Bolton Wanderers when he spent time on loan there. Number... Number... Four. Four? Oh. Number... <laughs> number... Sorry, Elliot, but our studio was not, our studio update was not part of five things you may miss from MLS this week. Um, the US national men's national team have uh, released their uh, squad list for the upcoming friendlies. Uh, big names to come back into the fold: Michael Bradley and Brad Guzan. Mm. Uh, so this is the anyone a, with any hair? Um, uh, no, no. Um, but uh, this is interesting because obviously the US men's national team still not really got a manager yet. It's all up in the air, and they were looking after the debacle of what happened um, when they didn't qualify for the World Cup. They were looking at perhaps going a different route, getting some younger players in, and they've just brought in Brad Guzan and Michael Bradley. So. Um, I, did, I don't know whether they've... Uh, I thought they played all right against Brazil in the, the friendly we had a few weeks ago. So maybe, you know, obviously they're, they're wanting a bit more experience in there. But, yeah, so that's uh, that's for them. Canada have done the same. They've announced their, um, you know, their squad as well. And really interesting for Canada... Is Simeon Jackson in it? Um, I'm going to go with no. Kyle Larin? Kyle Larin should be. I... I Basically, the only I haven't looked at all the players. You know, you've called me out on this. I will admit I've not looked at all the players. But what has interested me is uh, Balu uh, Tabla, who plays for Barcelona. He was uh, he was kind of a, a, a you know how it is. There's a few team, a few international countries he could play for. He's chosen Canada, which is really big for them. He could have played for the. He was born in the Ivory Coast, but came over to Canada. He's chose Canada, which for a seventeen, oh, sorry, nineteen year old ahead of the World Cup uh, that's coming up in 2026. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really big for Canada. And if he can continue the, the farm that he's been doing for the Barcelona youth teams, um, he could be alongside Alfonso Davis, maybe the star player for Canada. So this is really big for them. Uh, so he is in the national team. He has said he is playing for Canada, which is great for them. Does he want to sign for San Jose? Um, what from Barcelona? Yeah, probably not. Okay, number three, three. 
Uh, number three, this is in uh, USL news, actually, but it's kind of linked to MLS because FC Cincinnati have won the uh, USL's mm. equivalent of a supporter shield. Uh, they've absolutely smashed it this season and they're going to be a force next season because, um, you know, you see teams coming into MLS and obviously we've had LAFC and Atlanta who have a new franchises. Minnesota came in, uh, you know, with a bit of history. Cincinnati have got 75 points from 32 games so far this season, which is incredible. Incredible form. They've won 23 out of 32. Uh, they've got a goal difference of 38. And they are really... They, they've got... Uh, they've broke attendance records in USL. They're going to be exciting to watch next year. And I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, it was Jack Stern, the goalkeeping coach. It was his birthday the other day. Wished him happy birthday. So happy birthday, Jack, if you're listening. And congratulations on Supporters Shield. Um, are you excited for Cincinnati to come into the league? I am, especially now they've won USL because uh, we've seen in the past teams that have done that and have joined MLS have, have really, really excelled. Yeah, probably best for FC Cincinnati, even though they've won the conference. Maybe best if they don't win the USL uh, championship because... Another team that did that are bottom of the East. Don't know what you mean. Uh, number number two. No, four. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember a few weeks ago when we were doing the FIFA ratings and we had to edit out me just losing all... Yeah. Uh, we had to edit we just out... just lost all concept of counting. <laughs> yeah. I just was like, right, number five and then number two. I was like, oh, no, there's a number four. You've done the same. Number be- four. It's this box room. Uh, good news, RSL fans. Albert Rushnak has signed a new deal with the club. In Your mate. Fa- yeah, same birthday as me. Um, he's going to be signing uh, for a contract that keeps him there till 2022 and gives him around $2 million a season. Uh, it was actually former Bolton player Stuart Holden told on Fox, uh, Fox Sports about this during the SKC game the other day. Um, apparently... Uh, Rusnak, he stayed behind. The players flew out to SKC. He stayed behind another day because he really wanted to push this through, which is really refreshing to see, actually. Nice. Um, and they got a point as well. If if he if they would have lost, maybe you could have been like, mm, you could have sorted it on Monday. But uh, no, the um, he didn't start the game, of course, against SKC. He, he, he was he. They said it was personal reasons, but it's kind of come out that. It was because he stayed mm. behind to sign his contract. So that's great news for us, uh, RSL fans. Who uh, R- RSL uh, uh, Rusnak's been looked really well this, for him this season. He's their talisman. So yeah, he's got to be paid the most really. And um, 2022, he's staying too, which is good. And finally, number really want to say one five five. Uh, SKC. Now we we it seems to be every week we're talking about uh, what MLS clubs do for for you know disadvantaged people, whether it's children or whether it's uh, adults, you know, who are ill. Uh, SKC. They. Um, <laughs> no, this is a really emotional one. All you right, you, sorry. you, you Go can on. you know, eighteen-year-old uh, uh, fan of theirs, uh, Kalen Ricketson, He. Uh, led out the players at the weekend, and uh, he led them out for the uh, the warm up, and then he was, he they kind of made him in a similar way to what um, San Jose Earthquakes. They made a, a, a young fan who was who was ill, uh, an honorary player, an honorary captain, and stuff. So um, you know, SKC have done something similar with this this eighteen year old lad. Um, 
you know, he, he actually said he caught himself looking up at the video board and he kind of panicked because he was looking at himself, mm-hmm. which is, must be really weird. Um, you know, he just was like, this is really cool, which I think as football fans, we would all have the same. Uh, Orlando, if you was leading them out and you saw I got yourself. put on kiss cam. Did you? Yeah. You never said this. I got put on kiss cam. And was you with your girlfriend? Yeah, or? well, yeah, luckily. Not your dad. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, so we had a little smooch. Everyone watched. Weird. Oh, really weird. weird. It was a bit weird. But that's really nice for SKC. And I must, I, I must say that MLS teams are really good at this. You know, we if there, there is someone disadvantaged or someone who's ill, they're really good at including them. Mm. Uh, something that we, we don't tend to see in the UK as much, or if it does happen, it doesn't get promoted as much. So um, it's really good to see him. Fair play to SKC who, who uh, made Kalen's life by doing that. And he said it was really cool and he was so excited. We'd all want to do that. It's so cool. Um, can we uh, can we just humour me in terms of the predictions? Because I really want to close the gap. I can't beat you over the season. But as we do this week's predictions, can we just kind of humour me and, and let me try and at least close the gap and make the score respectable? All right. Because what is it currently? 12-6. It's 12-6. So if I can pull a couple more back, because I'm on a bit of a run, you've got to admit. Well, we don't know what we're going to do in the playoffs yet. They might... Which is what I mean. It's still... I want to I want to be able to still be alive for the playoffs. I... Right, so there's, what, about four weeks left? Mm. So you've got four there, so you can make it 12-10. And then we could do two in the playoffs, and then... The final. The final. It's on. It's on. It is on. Yeah, so it's Bring it on. on. Right, let's do it. This right. week in MLS. Kicks off Saturday, the 6th of October. Where has this year gone? Uh, 8 o'clock here in the UK. Montreal Impact versus Columbus Crew. Boo! Can Columbus avoid getting a nil-nil? Because I'm bored of booing them this season. <laughs> um, and I need Montreal to not get any points. So I'll, uh, I'll be supporting the crew. I'm going to go for... 2-0 Columbus Crew. Wheels are off at impact. Wheels are off. <laughs> Sorry, Elliot. I see him getting back to winning ways. I think 2-1. <laughs> and that will then mean that Orlando are finally put into the eliminated. Elimination zone. Atlanta host New England Revolution looking to bounce back after a terrible result and a terrible performance. 3-0. Easy. We'll do it. 3-1. <laughs> to Atlanta. Yep. Uh, 10 o'clock, Toronto FC versus Vancouver Whitecaps. What's this game called, Elliot? Well, this is on Sky Sports Football before you uh, before you get carried away. Yep. What's it called? Is there a name I'm, for it? I'm, I'm not getting involved. We've learnt with the Canadian teams when they play each other not to call it anything. I'm not getting involved. It's, it's on Sky complain. Sports Football. Enjoy. Um... I think the the wheels two nil Toronto. Yeah, I think the wheels are off at Vancouver, Toronto three uh, one. Okay, uh, Philly host Minnesota United. Your mates, you you reckon they yes. deserve to be in the playoffs? So surely they're going to win this one. Uh, they won't because they're away. <laughs> Philly will win this. They've won one game away all season. That's that's good. And what a win it was! But still, you reckon they deserve to be in the playoffs? Um, I'm going to go draw one all. Um, no, I think I think three two to Philadelphia. Okay, this will be a laugh. FC Dallas <laughs> versus Orlando City, four nil. Oh, you guys have given up. Four nil. Yeah, I think five one. Um, Say no more. Don't make it worse. 
Five one. That's and fine. You scoring is me being generous. Uh, half one <laughs> on Sunday morning. To, <laughs> SKC versus LA Galaxy. This is a huge game. If LA Galaxy can keep the consistency and win away from home, they have got a big shout on these playoffs. Mm, no, I fancy SKC two nil. Two one, two one, two one. Yeah, yeah. I think Galaxy will score. You know what? Go for it, Galaxy. I'm saying I want you guys to uh, to get in the playoffs. No offence to any other team that are in there. Our LAFC. Ooh, did you hear that, Leanne? Uh, no, SKC are already in there. So, you know. Oh, no, they're not, are they? No. Hmm. Well, they'll they'll get it by default eventually. But I think LA Galaxy will win. I think 2-1. Colorado Rapids host LAFC. LAFC with a surprise defeat this week. Are they going to bounce back? They're away again. They're on the road. They have to win this. I'm going 3-0. Rapids lost six in a row. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this this would be a pretty big shock. If, if This would be one of the most MLS things to happen if Colorado beat LAFC. But mm. I think LAFC will win. Uh, I think 5-2. I think there's goals in this. Okay. RSL, with Rusnak signed to a new deal... Host Portland Timbers. This is a tasty game. I like the look of this. It is. I, I mean, think... it's on at 2.30 in the morning. So when I say I like the look of this, I'll still be looking at the backs of my eyelids. <laughs> but um, I'm going to say I'm gonna say there's goals in this. I'm going to go 3-3. Oh, I'm going to say 3-2 to RSL. Okay. San Jose versus New York Red Bulls. Bloodbath. <laughs> 4-1. Red Bulls, obviously. Um, <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I think 3-1. Red Bulls, BWP will come back, score a hat-trick. Okay, finally, DC United versus Chicago Fire. Big game for DC as they uh, as they look to keep this resurgence going, and I, I think they've got this. I'm going to go 3-1. 3-0, uh, DC. That's what I'm saying. There's one more match. Tuesday, 9th of October at half three in the morning, so technically part of the weekend, I okay. guess. Uh, Seattle Sounders versus Houston Dynamo. Seattle, for me, will win this, and it will be 3-1. 2 nil To Seattle? Yep. Uh, right, that's it for MLS UK show. One more thing to do is that's to announce what our... We give you the career path of a player and all the teams they played for, and you have to tell us who they are. Yep. Snazzy, catchy Rolls off name. The tongue. Rolls off the tongue. Kicked off his career at Port Vale in 2001, moved to Coventry City, then went to St Mirren and Carlisle on loan, went to Brighton and Hove Albion, then signed for Los Angeles Galaxy. Uh, he played 66 games there, played uh, 18 games for Columbus Crew, and then came back to Port Vale. Can you give me a clue? Because I don't know who this is. And he played 43 games for Trinidad and Tobago. He went to the World Cup with Trinidad and Tobago and played with uh, David Beckham for LA Galaxy. I, I'll be honest with you, I don't really know what clue I can give you here. He had he had sort of bleach blonde hair. He had bleached. He said blonde streaks in his hair. He was kind of like a budget David Beckham. He went back to Port Vale. He can't have been that good. No, he wasn't. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't. I'd concentrate more on playing for LA Galaxy. That's his most famous team I'd ignore the second Port Vale already played 75 games for Port Vale in his second spell from I've got no idea his first name's Chris he's 34 5 foot 9 his interests are <laughs> go on who is it streaks in his hair and playing for Columbus Crew it's Chris 
Birchall. Oh, I would never have got that. Never got that. Chris Birchall, uh, one of the many English players to go and play in MLS, although at the time playing alongside David Beckham, he was clearly not the most famous. In fact, his uh, picture on Wikipedia is him, which in a substi- like with a subs top on. <laughs> Say no more. Uh, so well done if you got that right. That was a really hard. That one, was to be really honest. hard. Well done if you got that. Fair play. Uh, we'll be putting it back at the start of um, of our. Uh, podcast and thanks to nbc week. for stealing our idea yeah we'll take it as a compliment um thank you very much to everybody who's uh who's listened over the last few weeks and who's been following us and getting involved on our facebook as well because like i said facebook uh, facebook needs a bit of love just in general facebook's dying isn't it let's be honest but we, we've got a page so sling us a like um yeah. and and make sure you're following us on uh, on twitter and instagram where we'll be revealing more pictures of the studio which is kind of Getting there, sort of, not really. Well, we've got a desk now, which has got a, a big blanket over it, so that's something. It does look a bit like a spaceship. I can't wait for all the computers and the desk stuff to get in. Mm. That's the sort of geeky stuff that me and you like. Um, so, yeah, we'll keep you updated. But, yeah, thank you very much for listening once again, and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.